Technology, coming to you with chats about all aspects of design, creativity, and its influence on life. Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. This, this is Creative Clinks. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Creative Clinks. Georgie, good to see you. Hello, my sweet darling. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. And you? Look, I feel like, of course, we've got another episode that is touching touching my soft spots, my vulnerable bits Correct. and pieces. Mm, yes. So many parts of me feel ready, many parts of me don't. So let's just do this. Well, that's what we're here for. So, yeah, everyone, we are doing a very imp- impromptu chat tonight about the power of saying no. And I think Ooh. Georgie, <laughs> she's cringing already. <laughs> I think, Georgie, <laughs> we need to delve into why this is so important. And you, unfortunately, are going to be the poster girl tonight to talk about why we need to say no. And if we don't, what actually happens. And this is quite serious. So as much as we're kind of like giggling and having a bit of fun, this is actually kind of serious. So let's get into it. Yeah. Miss Georgie. <laughs> the funny thing is, though, when you were just going through all that, my ADHD brain just was imagining myself on Deal or No Deal with my mystery briefcase. Um, oh, I love and, that show. Yeah. So I was really vibing that just then when you're like, poster girl. I'm like, well, oh, Deal or No Deal. I'm like, wait, that's really funny because that's super relevant to the power of saying no fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is it is let's just take this back to actually it's not that long ago a week or so ago now Georgie to what's happened with you in particular and where Mm. we think this might have come from and then let's just chat about maybe how we can prevent it in the future and all the other kind of shit that we talk about at the same time. All right. It's <laughs> a good idea. It's a good idea. Take uh, it away, Miss G. Yeah, about a week ago, uh, your girl here was actually in hospital from a mega migraine, which actually kicked me on my ass, which I've always had them and mostly are triggered by stress or some kind of event or things like that. I like to think that it's just like, oh, no, it's just a migraine, but it's it's not. It's the reality is stress definitely brings them on. I hold a lot of tension in my body. Anyway, this whole day I had a whole massive headache and then it got to this point where my whole physical body just started being in absolute agony, like a solid 9 out of 10 pain. And it was like that for probably about four hours. And then I rang a friend crying and just said, I don't know what to do. And she went, probably go to hospital. I went, no, nah, they won't believe me. And she's like, no, oh, we're going to go to hospital. Three days later, after having spiked a fever, having sweat, sweating like you wouldn't imagine, having to change my sheets because of how much sweat, Three days later, a lumbar puncture later, there was nothing wrong with me. Whoop-de-doo. And so I went to my GP and they said, do you have a lot of stress going on right now? And I went, no, I suppose so. And she said, yeah, probably deal with that before we send you to neuro to actually do more migraine study stuff. So, yeah, Uh, that Mm. was like, you know, for a really long time and for a lot of my life, I had so many people say to me, 
you'll burn out, you'll burn out. If you keep doing this, you'll burn out. And I'm like, bite me. And so far I travelled good and then I got bitten because uh, I really didn't think that burnout was a thing. Oh, I'm really mm. tired. I can't mm. keep up this momentum. Um, but no, no, my body was like, ha, 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 stop. So that has been a bit of a wake-up call to me and I feel like for the longest time now, and Barbie, I'm like a broken record for you and you're just sitting there like, oh, I've heard this so many times. I'm like, when do I bring this up? But anyway, continue. <laughs> but I have been saying for a long time that I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and slow down a little bit. I know I've always known and been aware that I need more time for me and to recover, to be able to have the motivation and the energy to keep going. But I just haven't because I keep saying da, 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 yes to everything. Now I need to learn the N word uh, so that I do more things that I actually can do rather than overcommitting to things that I can't, which I notoriously do. And also then it's just, you know, not only relieves the stress off me but will stop me from disappointing people and also disappointing myself feeling the disappointment that I've disappointed people. Well, it's a cycle, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, So it's definitely... Time. Mm. It's time. <laughs> this lesson. It's time. <laughs> That's it. Because we had this conversation. Hmm. End of January when we did our first session together, our first <sighs> podcast together for 2023, and you spoke about burnout. You felt like you were on the verge of burnout. So you did recognize <laughs> it then. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. You were right. <laughs> mm. And yeah, it's not funny. It's so true. Maybe now you're like, holy shit, when I say that I'm on the verge of burnout, like, I can't let this go any further. Well, the first night I was in there, like, yeah, I felt like I was dying and I was pumped with full of fluids and whatever was going on with treating my migraine and whatnot. Um, I've never felt more like a child. I've had this overwhelming sense of, like, I'm not grown up enough to deal with this by myself. And that was really, and I was just sitting there crying and I was like, can I just go home? And they went, well, we're not holding you here against your will. And I was like, yeah. oh, well, don't put it like that because now I can't leave. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, and yeah. I just I just said, look, I feel really uncomfortable. And she went, what do you mean? I went, like she said, do you mean in the environment or physically? And I went, both. I feel really uncomfortable in both. Like if I'm going to be in agony, part of me wants to just be at home in agony because I'm in my, my space. Whereas now mm. I'm not in my space I have no one with me because visitors couldn't be there. And it's like, and it was just dawned on me. I'm like, I'm so not together enough to deal with this by myself. Yeah. And it's like those weird times where it just kind of reduces you to go, I just want my mum. I just want my mum here to deal with this. (laughs) Which she did come and save the day. She did come on the weekend when I was like discharged and spent the week with me, made me heaps of food. It was so good. Sometimes my fortune telling needs to back the it's bus up because the fact that I could, I, I fall, I could feel it coming. And I'm like, even then I was in a bit of denial. I was like, oh yeah, she's coming. But like, I didn't know what to anticipate. And then this point of literal body meltdown um, is quite frightening that that can physically happen. Like it's not just a, an emotional burnout or anything yeah. like that. Like your body physically saying fucking stop. Yeah. 
I've got this new project called Project Me because I had someone recommend to me saying, I was like you, this happened to me. And you, the reason why you overwork is because you have the feeling that you've got to have a project. You've got to have something to do. How about you mm. treat yourself as a project? And then your, your subconscious wow. will be like, I'm doing something. <sighs> I'm doing a project and it's project me. So. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll delve, I think we should delve into that a little bit mm. further, but I will have a question. Okay. Cause I find mm. this really interesting and it kind of just made me gulp a little bit when you said it, when you said I just felt like I just wanted my mum do you think that that's part of um just thinking like I just want someone else to take care of me for once and not feel responsibility for your own um I guess yeah you just wanted to feel taken care of and that you didn't have to deal with that because it had gone too far yeah yeah 100 percent. and I think I kind of got reduced to that that sensation of like just wanting that maternal figure or some kind of parental or caregiving figure just because like for so long now like probably as soon as I moved out of home it's I've been but that's like anyone as soon as you move out you're operation Mm. you you're looking after yourself no one's there to look after you um and so it's been like this for ever since I was 18 so it's been or 19 really but it's like five years of just this feeling of an uphill battle of fighting for this survival or, you know, mm. survival of literally feeding yourself, living, paying rent, working, studying, get the job, do the grind, do the side hustle. You've got to be successful. Yeah. And I think, and I've like tried to boil it down to where this main burnout has come from definitely come from the the sense of not being successful I don't feel like I have anything to show for what I've done but yeah it's just that sensation of I haven't succeeded there's 24 23 there's young people younger than me with like that have a house that have the job that have the life and I get that you know it's what I see on the outside Logically, I understand that. Emotionally, I don't <laughs> because it's that yeah. comparing of I should be there, but I'm below I'm below the standard. I'm not where I envisioned my life to be when I was 18 and excited and ready for this adventure of being an adult. I this is not where I foresaw myself and I feel like that pressure has just over my cup runneth over of how much pressure I put on myself for for that picture perfect materialistic stage of my life which is just not where I'm at so that's why it's I've got to say yes to every opportunity because if you don't then you then you're saying goodbye to the potential of earning money or getting getting somewhere in life and it's such a toxic cycle I got into of just yes 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 and then it's constant battle of just fighting really with myself and the fact that I say yes to fucking everything they're desperate yeses rather than genuine um well strategized yeses if that makes sense it does you know I I've been thinking about this a lot and I feel like it's funny it's it's like we have this codependent side of us that's like, you know, the real needy 
part of our personality, of our being, where we're talking about, I just want to, I just want success. I'm chasing success or I'm chasing that. Actually, we're not chasing necessarily success. I think we're chasing that feeling of whatever success means to us because really everyone's version of success is different, right? Mm-hmm. But you've got this like this one side of you that's like, I want to be successful and I'm going to say yes to everyone. And then I know you've got that other side too that you're like, I just want to go out and party girl, kind of Georgie. (laughs) And so, yeah, so you have these two sides that are constantly playing at each other, okay? I actually feel like you're like a self-sabotaging a little bit, to be honest. And then- 100%. (laughs) And you know what? We are so, look, I'm so guilty of this too, but we are so guilty in trying to like source the next high, hey, that Mm -hmm. that is why we are constantly saying yes to everything. Because like you said, I don't want to miss out on that opportunity, like severe FOMO for everything in my life, I must say, you know, don't want to miss out on that opportunity. Don't want to say no to a friend. Don't want to say no to a family member. Don't want to say no to literally, it could be anyone that knocked on my door and said, can I come in and chat to you about, you know, religion? And I'd probably go, okay, because I don't want to say no. By the way, real life story that happened to me when I was living with a girl when I was 19 and she invited in the Mormons. Hi, Mormons. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) but, you know, I should have asked, did you just really didn't want to say no? But this is what's happening. We are so scared nowadays to say no that we are literally sabotaging our own lives by saying yes constantly. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's touch base on, I think it was, what, episode five with my uncle? No, eight, <laughs> nine, ten, fuck, whatever one it was. Um, Who cares? Ethical behaviour. Ethical, behavior, ethical mm. e- I think it's ethical yeses. Let, let's just yes. hero ethical yeses. And something that actually was really awesome advice that was given to me the other day was that don't say yes right away. Say, can I get back to you? When do you need to know by? Mm. Because then I get to actually have a minute to think about what I want to do and if I actually want to do it. Like there's been a few, fair few times recently where I've gone, yeah, 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 no problem. And then I think about it and I'm like, oh, shit, why did I do that? Like, Automatic response. Oh, yeah, automatic response. So I think something that I will be practicing will be the can I get back to you? Yeah, that's a good one. Then I can make a strategic decision of whether or not I'm actually going to commit to that or maybe go, look, I'm sorry, I don't have a capacity to do this. And even maybe I need to also write down my responses so then that's like me practicing. And then I've got it ready yeah. in the bank because then sometimes I have this like feeling of, oh, I don't know what to say. So yes is the easiest answer. Whereas let's, okay, let's come up with some strategic answers so that I've got them in the bank ready to go and I don't have to stress or freak out of what I I should be saying or could say without offending someone because I might let them down. It's like, oh, look, I'm just not at a capacity to do it at this moment. That doesn't sound too assholey and it just shows (laughs) that I'm pretty busy. And you know what? You just said, oh, that doesn't sound too assholey. You've just said, just like literally just said that out loud that like by you saying no, you think you're being an asshole. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's the fear, say yes out of the fear that if they, if I said no to begin with and I had something else come up where I would be able to take it on and do that, they won't ask me because they're like, oh, she'll say no. 
if I had said no, I wouldn't have gotten into this position of potentially letting that person down in that way. And then because if I let them down, then they're really less likely to ask for anything from me or ask me to do a job or ask me for a favor because, oh, she kind of fucked it up last time. Yeah. And I think, though, if you look at it from another angle, saying no might actually leave more space for the good things to come into your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That makes me feel more positive about this situation. Yeah. Have you ever yourself reached a physical point of burnout? I feel like I was there actually not that long ago myself. And... Mm. I was actually talking to someone about it today. I felt so overwhelmed about everything in life. It wasn't just work. Um, It was just, you know, we got things going on with Ash at the moment that we need a little bit of help with. Um, Just general life things that the other day I'd actually, oh, this is another thing. So, you know, I'm trying to do this gut health thing at the moment. And that is just another thing that it's great, but it's another thing that I've put pressure on myself to try and achieve. Like, you know what I mean? Just constantly achieving Barbie. It's just ludicrous. And so the other day, like I forced myself to go to the gym and because I was feeling guilty about not exercising, not because I really wanted to go to the gym. And I'm walking on the treadmill and I think it was like midday and Sean messaged me and he said, have you fixed your back tire? Have you done something about your back tire? So my tire's got, I think, a leak in it and it seems to be going down. And I just lost it, right? Because something so simple was like, you know, he was just checking on my well-being, but I'm like, I can't do it all. I just, you know, I feel like everything is up to me. You know, over this like little comment, which actually showed that he cared because he was worried about me driving with this tire. But I think that's another sign that things are going haywood, right? When Mm. you're reacting over things that you really shouldn't be overreacting about. And so we need to be like actually registering, hey, how am I feeling at the moment? Like what a silly thing for me to get upset about that he was just checking. I've checked my tire that he knows there's something wrong wrong with and I've Mm. lost the plot about it. I think we need to have our own wake-up call. Sometimes like what you said, unfortunately we shouldn't be waiting until we get to hospital. But um, yeah, yeah, correct. But we need to we need to create or practice more self awareness Mm, and do like a real good quality self check in. Like, yeah. Oh, what made me lose my bananas the other day? (laughs) You you about your tire just reminded me. (laughs) So, at my full time job we have a gym out the back of work and you need a key fob to get into the building. Got off my bike, got my helmet off, forgot my keys. I lost my <laughs> shit at my, at, and the worst, at myself too. Couldn't even take it out on anyone else. Not a big deal. Me in the moment, oh, big deal, huge deal. And I was just not impressed at all. It's because my like mental schedule was interrupted by something unforeseen. It triggered me something chronic and those kind of things where you're more reactive to things like that which shouldn't be a big deal like I literally live seven minutes from work it's not that bad I could live 20 minutes from work and then that's a 40 minute to an hour's round trip yeah that would probably be a bit more reasonable to get the shits over 
I shouldn't have been that upset over it. Um, so mm. I definitely reckon like it's when you're feeling that more reactive or, and I don't want to say sensitive, I that word triggers me something yeah, comic as I know. well. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm in a same I picture like a male now, saying like, that to us. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I don't want to say sensitive, but reactive, more reactive than you think. I found when people kept telling me, oh, you're going to be on the verge of a burnout, you're going to burn out, that made me want to do it more to prove them wrong uh, rather than yep. relax. Because absolute reverse psychology, I do that because I'm, I'm a competitive person. So if you go, oh, yeah, yeah. if you don't relax, you're going to burn out, I'll be like, fucking watch me. Yeah. You know what? I must say I left it till at least you were laying in a hospital bed to say, Georgie, <laughs> <laughs> have you reflected on why you're <laughs> I thought that was the most appropriate time. Yeah, your opinion can be heard when I'm dying. That's okay. When you're sedated. Yes. Oh, yeah. By the way, oh, my God. I've never been pumped with so much fluid, steroids, antibacterial. Wait, what? Not antibacterial. What are those things that you get? Antibiotics. That's the one. Antibacterial. (laughs) Antibiotics. for the first time in my life and and I was thinking you know what because I was in that much pain I was like they're like oh we'll give you endone I was like I've heard good things I've heard good things I felt nothing like I was a little bit dulled in pain but I Mm. still felt pain I didn't feel like this magical fucking world that I was promised not fun don't do drugs kids (laughs) don't do drugs kids she's not worth it don't do burnout, kids. It's not worth it. That is the lesson here today and that we're going to be saying no. Actually, we're not going to be saying no. We're going to be like, can I get back to you? Can I say no? I love that. Let's rename this episode to the power of, can I get back to you on that one? <laughs> yes. Okay. But I actually have a little bit of a theory, okay? So I feel like we're kind of addicted to stress and we're addicted to being busy, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're laughing, but it's so true because you think about it, even when someone says to you, oh, like it's like everything's created, like your success is based on how busy you are, okay? So yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's also kind of like how I feel about myself is based on how busy I am and then how other people like perceive me based on how busy I am. That's what I think all the time. And it's it's complete bullshit (laughs) like i'm like oh i'm so successful if i'm busy hey (laughs) yeah or it's like my cool my one cool flex like um because you know your girl's on tinder so people are like tell us about yourself and i'm like i have a podcast what are they? they're like, oh, what is that? And I'm like, oh, I'm not telling you. You can't listen. <laughs> you cannot listen to my podcast, but I have one. <laughs> then you'll know how crazy I actually am. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm on the crazy hot scale. Um, not hot, but just really fucking nuts. So uh, you've been warned. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but you're 100% correct. It's, it's the addicted to... Because if I can't have a house, I'm going to make a 
proverbial house out of how much shit that I have on in my life. So it's like I've got <laughs> a how sh- busy I am. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it's trying size- to build this house that I'm fine. I want to have <laughs> the size of a mansion at this point with how busy I fucking am. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna just like go back to. I'm gonna really tear down my house and I'm going to make it like a, a shanty shack. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I need to de-stress and unbusy myself. Actually, correction, I'm going to have a sick-ass mansion, but it's Project Georgie, so it's going to be all my layers built up and I'm going to stress manage and I'm going to be a happy girl. But will you ever get to the point where you actually tell them what the name of your podcast is? <laughs> actually, I did let it leak a couple of times. Um, but one person actually, um, I told them, yeah, I have a podcast. They went, oh, really? What is it? And I'm like, I'm not telling you. You're not going to listen to it. Five minutes later sends Hello. me a screenshot. It's not that hard to find your name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you. Oh, hang on. Wait. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and iHeart Podcasts. I know, right? <laughs> oh, Georgie. That's, so, that's hilarious. I know. Look, I'm... I, I'm art smarts, not street smarts. Like, I never said that I was intelligent. <laughs> um, but, no, it was really funny because he sent me a screenshot. I was like, oh, you found oh, it. He's like, um, well, I do, I do have to do research for a living. Also, I did actually do a personal post about our podcast <laughs> and I forgot about it. <laughs> I also linked my OG account to my personal account. So if you went down the rabbit hole of stalk me, stalk the OG, stalk the podcast, boom. You're oh, my God, I can't away. deal. I never said I was smart, <laughs> okay? So that this is nearly like a diary for me, and it's like you can't listen to my diary, bro. Hang <laughs> on, it's now the power of I'll get back to you on that one. Hang on, <laughs> let me just go into all my social media and take out like, my podcast name. Oh, my You're God, Georgie. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, uh, that is hilarious. <laughs> that is absolutely hilarious. Okay, so that just like confirms that, yeah, we're definitely not even saying no. Like, first up, we're saying, hang on, let me think about this before I react to this question. But it's definitely not going to be then, yes. And then we need a swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that's, is that deleting? Is that deleting? Oh, that's moving on. Swipe, hey, are you talking left. to a 45 year old woman? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, it, on Tinder, if you don't want to, if you don't like what you see, you swipe left and it's a big fat no. It's, so it's like a delete. Kind of, but sometimes they come back around. It's really bad. Like, oh. I'm like, algorithm, excuse me, I said no to this. Actually, there's been a couple that I accidentally has, like, quit, was just in this mode of swiping left, and then I swiped left. I was like, wait, no, come back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but they come back around sometimes. So, you know, which actually might be a really great metaphor. Tinder, the one the good second thing it's chances. Here for. Um, <laughs> Second chances. Exactly. Yeah, see, you said no straight away when you should have just thought about it. I love how Tinder's become really relevant with this, the power of saying, I'll get back to you. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Actually, I've just been thinking, I think you need to stop being so hard on yourself. And you know why? <laughs> so now this is like really scientific data that's coming out of me. <laughs> I need to buy you a lab coat. You're getting real scientific on me. Your brain is still developing until the age of 25, supposedly. So that's maybe oh. why you have these like childlike like behaviors that are coming out because your brain's still developing. So stop being so hard on yourself. 
I don't know if I should be insulted or thankful that you've made that observation. Your brain's still growing until you're 25. Can you believe that? I can't. No, That'll women, explain why I got married at 25. My brain was obviously still growing. Did you get married at 25? Yeah. So it hadn't matured yet, obviously, because that was the first wow. marriage. Yeah. Well, to be to be honest, my mum, she was married by the time she was 21. Yeah, I know. Crazy back then, hey? She yeah. won't like hearing that, but that's so fine. Um, <laughs> Alison, your brain hadn't formed yet, okay? You're okay. Yeah. It's not your fault. <laughs> yeah, it's not your fault at all, Mum. Well, this might help explain. Actually, I'm just going to very quickly, like, sideline to, like, something that's still very relevant. Okay. But when we're talking about childlike, so everyone, this podcast will come out before, actually very soon, our first birthday, right? Our photo shoot is like in two weeks. Hello. So keen for this. And, you know, I think it's okay to sometimes delve into your childhood, do only the good things, or we live it now how we wish we could have lived it back in the day. We're going to celebrate being one. I'm so excited. Anyway, and you've got okay, to be let's a bit get back to it. Okay, let's be serious again. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what have we what have we learnt so far about the Georgie experience? I want you to break it down into three lessons, and I just three want lessons. you to break those into one word for each lesson. First one would be me. Second one, which I will I'll elaborate on these. So, me time. What's a one word for let it go? Release. Yeah, so okay, so the elaboration on what these are. Me? Okay, actually put myself first. So, yep. um, mm, project me. Project project me. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to actually put myself first. Yep. I don't um I don't ever really put my needs first. Um so that's that. Time is the I'll get back to you. Give myself time to actually make decisions because in the moment I'm a I'm a yes man and so I need to have more time to consider answers strategically and make an ethic and have an ethical yes. And then release. Um, I need to let things go. I have a lot of I've got I've got a really savage self-talk. And so I need to let go of my opinion of myself, if that makes sense. I definitely will be letting go of or will working on, I should say working on it, working on letting go of what people think, not letting it affect me and how I function. Like, you know, sometimes like I'll go to sleep and still be thinking about, oh, shit, that person doesn't like me or shit, I did this so that person's going to be upset with me. It's that it's the all-consuming thoughts. So that's my three lessons for myself summarized in one word. That was a challenge. I I know it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, and you know what I think is another good word is like, like limits or limitations because I think it's okay to obviously say yes some of course it is okay to say yes but it's having those limitations or those boundaries that you've put on yourself to go that's enough and it's supposed to be empowering it's a not it's not supposed to be like oh now I'm on this massive guilt trip which is how most Mm. of us interpret the word no you know what I need a yes jar or a no jar 
maybe the no jar would be more rewarding and I put a dollar in there every time I say no and then I can save up and buy a big fat donut with that. <laughs> so I think you can like, probably reach a little bit higher than a donut. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby reach steps. The stars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, maybe I come up with a no jar so then I can yeah. say I save up for something to treat myself for the fact I said no. But you know what, too? I think you'd have to write like a little note for every time you do put something in the no jar. Also put a little note in there so you know what it is that you've said no to. And so then you can look back at it when you decide to spend your money, your no jar money. You can look at those notes and go, oh, my God, I said no to going out drinking with the girls or I'm so proud of myself or I said no to, you know, a full pizza or something. You know, like it's a, you can look back at it and go, how proud am I that I actually said no to these things that I wanted to do so badly and it was a struggle to say no. I love that. That's cute. That's super cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's got to go for like a, like a time. I reckon it's got to be yes. to the end of the year, the end of the year, and then I can re- reflect on all my little no's. Okay, so what are we doing what is it, what's the month where it's supposed to oh, dry July? So what can we come up with that should be like no November? No Tember. No, <laughs> no, no. Why is it? Why do we have to change it to the tem to a T instead of the V? September. Oh, no Tember. Okay, sorry. I'm like the November. <laughs> I'm like, it's already got N-O in it. No Tember. that's why it's like no Tember. Oh, I don't know. Nay. <gasps> nay. 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 Watch me whip. Don't be, whip. Don't be a horse. Day. Say nay. Something like <laughs> Giddy up, son. <laughs> okay, we're, so we're going to start a month where you can where you say no, and then at the end of the month, you get to purchase whatever you really want to purchase with all your no money. Ah, oh, see, well, look, we started off on a really somber note, but we've ended it, on a high because we've got something out of this just by like talking with each other and just like bouncing ideas. Look how much can be achieved just by like just like. By being us. Oh, my God. We're amazing. And also, it was it was solicited advice, not unsolicited advice. So I will take it and I will roll with it and I won't ignore it. And thank you. You know what? Thank you for sharing your story with everyone. Yeah. And it's also like, well, well thank you for thanking me. No, that's actually a fuck thing. I can't thank you for thanking me. But I, I, but no, I, I, no worries. I, my, it's um, my pleasure to be vulnerable um, and with a bunch of people who hopefully, I don't know, will find this useful. Talking is not only helpful for me with coping, um, but it can help other people. Brother from another mother, sister from another mister, Clinker, I'm here with you. Yeah. If y'all struggling. Beautiful. I love it. Thank Mm. you, Georgie. All right, Georgie, can I get a no? No, no! <laughs> Ow! Actually, no. I'll get back to you on that. For now, we'll leave you with that and have a great week. Cheers. Bye.